Welcome to the Ghostwriter and Pup Podcast, a little show about the creative conversations and stories that matter the most to today's up-and-coming writers, artists, innovators, and creators all around the world. I'm Jody Aberdeen. Okay, journal entry number eight of the journal series. Yeah, here we go. Wednesday, May 20th, 2020. I was thinking about, no, more like, ugh. What I want to say is that I've been angry. The groundskeepers at my townhouse complex clear-cut some of my perennial plants. And though this isn't the biggest problem in the world to have, and is undoubtedly the world the first worldiest problem I've had I've heard in a long time. I've been in a sour mood over it since. I'm very approachable normally. It's an essential quality for my work as a ghostwriter and just really a human being. But somewhere along the line I habituated this idea that I somehow had to always be that way to the point of pretending everything was was or is alright when it isn't. The fear that people would reject me on both a professional and personal level for expressing human emotions that, given some circumstances, are entirely warranted, has been there for a while. Factor in the rampant toxic masculinity that has the majority of men be angry almost as a default behavior. Past experiences of bullying where I won and lost uh, fights with zero thrill from the fighting itself and just really toxic new age spiritual dogma that I've heard and internalized for decades condemning expressions of anything other than positive thinking and you have my dysfunction. Expressions of anger and grouchiness ought to stop before, just before the point where they hurt someone else and they ought to be transmuted into something positive and productive the way that we harness a fire to provide heat and to turn turbines for electricity. But when it's just you, that's not always possible. And that would be okay to just... It it ought to be okay to just let it out onto the page even if it does nothing else useful for others. End entry. So... Well, I mean, obviously, I've turned it into something that I hope is useful by reading it out into this podcast. I wanted to give you guys something more genuine rather than just prescriptive. Uh, Let's talk a bit about expressing yourself and expressing emotions that you're truly feeling in writing. Okay, so it is useful to somebody. It's not just me venting. Well, first of all, you ought to allow yourself to vent. If it's just to yourself, if you're just writing in a journal as part of your daily practice, the therapeutic aspects I'm sure by now you already are well aware of. So you should write to yourself and and basically say all those things. As a guy, especially if you're a male or male-identifying person here listening to this, I honestly don't know why guys, why anybody would choose to be a guy sometimes. Because <laughs> we're really messed up most of the time. And that's your, if, if, you're, if you're transitioning into that, that's obviously your choice. I don't want to diminish that. That's your experience and uh, something that's true to yourself. It's just one of those things where it's like, oh man. 
because <laughs> it's like you either you're either indoctrinated into the stuff to the point where you lose your self-awareness and you're just grouchy without any awareness of the impact about it and you don't know you don't know any other way to be or you kind of end up in this snag the sensitive new age guy kind of sphere which where i basically spent most of my life where you're basically pretending you're kind of bullshitting everybody and pretending to be something other than you're not Which is to say that right now you're, you're, you're kind of seething with anger over something that's happened or you're terrified of something, but you can't express it <laughs> because fear and terror and what's the other one? Fear, terror, depression, sadness, right? It's a sadness, depression, right? All those three things men are not allowed to, we're only allowed to express one out of those three because it's not considered manly to do otherwise. And within the new age, that type of new age thinking, you can't. Not those ones, because it's not positive thinking. So let me back up. Yeah, you ought to be positive, but you ought to be authentically positive, which means you got to deal with that shit that's inside that's got you angry. First, you got you got to deal with that first. Otherwise, it's what you're actually feeling versus what you're expressing. Or if there's a disconnect between those two things, you gotta you gotta soothe the the actual feeling first, and that might take a while. And that means first acknowledging that you feel what you feel, and second, it's like what's let's address the underlying thing about what's got you that way. Uh, so in my case, right? So I've had a couple of pressure points where uh, first I have this, this it's I've got de got looming deadlines. That's always the case. I've always got deadlines. Um, I have. COVID, always in the background now, right? It has been for like, you know, the last three months. Always there. So there's always, the, you know, the chance that you can go outside and possibly catch something that's going to kill you in two weeks. Or maybe infect somebody that you don't even know you're affected with to kill somebody else in two weeks' time. <laughs> it's, it bugs me. I don't know if it bugs any of you. Maybe not if you live in Florida. But anyway, um... That's in the background. And little things. I have a broken toilet that I may or may not be able to fix on my own. I may have to get the landlord to do that. Even if I can't fix it on my own. And I have to change the oil in my car. And who knows? I, this is my first oil change in COVID. So who knows, right? How that's going to go. I'm waiting on the place to have a spot opening up that I, norm that, that I would like to go to. And really, it's a, like ultimately, the source of anger is a source of powerlessness. Because, like, uh, in 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 many respects, because I don't have full it, it, the idea that uh, the groundskeepers of my condo complex can just chop up my perennials isn't a big significant thing in and of itself. But it's just a subtle reminder to me that I have very little sovereignty over where I live, and that matters. Uh. And so how do you express that? So first you got to acknowledge you got to acknowledge what you're actually feeling and just say screw everybody else and your you know screw your positive thinking guru. Screw your um your te your 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 grade 3 teacher that kind of scarred you for life or your grade 4 teacher in my case, right? That basically devalued you. Uh forget what everyone else is saying ought to be true and just kind of let it all out somehow in a safe, productive way. So in this case, journaling. 
let other people know that maybe in your life that maybe you're not feeling too good and maybe the best thing right now is to give you some room. Uh, talk to people who are the good sounding boards, right? And just kind of have them walk you through it. If you have a therapist, which I used to have until recently, you just kind of talk to them. Uh, yeah, so how do you expect... Sorry, I'm just kind of, I'm still kind of in my head about this stuff because right now there's actually more groundskeeping happening. I went out to the front and saw that the kids who basically are part of the groundskeeping team are, have basically now snipped using the edger. Um, they've snipped some of my partition things that I got for I got at the dollar store. It's It doesn't matter what the expense is. It's like I put them up there. It's like you're damaging my shit, guys. I already complained to the board of the condo. It's like, I rent, first of all. I am not one of these rich assholes. <laughs> you know? Um, so this is not... Uh, I, I, I rent. I share a house because I have to. Um, so it's not like I'm being uppity about this. But it's like, again, my stuff, right? So I've complained to the condo board. And I'm going to complain to the groundskeeping company. Because uh, now these guys have done it twice. And they're just kids. It's like, I don't know. What, what, what kind of delinquents did you guys get? <laughs> this is where I'm at. And I know that somebody's listening to this thing. Oh, those are, those are some awful thoughts, Jody. It's like, well, what if, this, what if this is really what you're thinking? Do you express that? Or do you not? How useful it is a utility and being utilitarian about self-expression has been my kind of measure, right? Do you just keep some things to yourself? Well, that's the problem, right? Your audience, whoever's listening to this, and if you're, write, if you're blogging this, if you're venting like this, people do this in social media all the time, right? That's why Twitter's such a cesspool. Um, people will have a different opinion as to what they consider acceptable self-expression and what's not. And to the degree that almost everything that we do in writing that's seen, for the, to the, that's seen by the public is performance based it is it is this is performative stuff uh because you know that you're being watched and you know that to some degree you have to win the crowd like in gladiator right do you want to be yourself to everybody and that includes being angry and that includes, and, and expressing yourself angrily doesn't mean you're safe from the consequences of that either. It means that you say something that pisses somebody else off, you're probably going to get a comment. And you're going to have to be ready to deal with that. And then, yes, you do have to question, is this really the energy you want to put out into the world? Ah, you see, I'm looking out the window and I'm seeing these groundskeeper guys. They're kind of, st they're kind of coming up to the window now, right? Kind of walking past. And you see, it's like, do I go out and talk to them? It's like, hey, guys, please don't touch my shit. Maybe I should. Maybe I will. Just a bunch of kids. What do they give a shit about it? quality? They're high school students. So you see, I'm expressing all these opinions that, are, that I normally would sort of keep in. It's like, do you think, and I know that when this goes out, it's going to be permanent. So you see, I'm being performative right now to some degree. I want to I acknowledge that too. And that's what all writing is, and that's all storytelling is. The question is, do you really want that to reflect your inner state? Because if you express something that's only temporarily in your inner state, in a permanent way, that's going to be what people think of you. 
Because it's going to be out there in the internet. Once it's on the internet, it's there forever. And I'm willing to give this to you. You know, do you, you know everyone has had those ugly thoughts. These are just a... I, I'm just sharing a little bit of my not-so-ugly thoughts. That are not necessarily the best thoughts either. But honestly, I'm sick of it, aren't you? I think half the umbrage that you find on the internet... It's like, you could be a dick on the internet with far fewer consequences in your personal life than you can if you were actually doing this to somebody's face, right? So a lot of people use the internet for that reason. If you're printing a book now, the book is going to go out there and it's going to be printed in multiple formats. And whatever you express in that book, say if you're doing a memoir, right? You're doing a tell-all. Whatever's in that book is going to be out there forever somehow. Whether or not it's perpetuated is a different story. But it's there. And what are you going to do, right? If, if, you put, if you write something, you may have to do a retraction somewhere down the line. Is it going to be worth it for you? I don't have answers for you. I, I just have questions I want you to consider. So let's say even if you're writing fiction, this applies, right? So let's say you write a scene. Let's say you come from a fairly religious family with a fairly conservative viewpoint on, uh, let's just say, sex, right? You write an erotic scene in your book that may be very well-crafted and very vivid and even, you know, titillating, right, to use a word. You, got, you know that at some point you're going to have people, members of that religious family reading it. Should you let that stop you? You see, you've got a number of coaches that will tell you, no, don't let, you, don't let that stop you. Go ahead and express yourself and, and be all you want to be in the world and in your writing and such, right? Are you ready to live with those consequences? Because those coaches who are telling you that aren't. <laughs> I know I have a cautious, I, I have an overtone of caution with this. And I, I think it's because, like, yeah, to some, you know, there's, there's this idea that you have to be invincible somehow and you have to express yourself invincibly and actually be that way. But that's not how people are. People are creators, writers, artists are vulnerable. We worry about shit. And you're allowed to worry about shit. You're allowed to feel what you feel. This is really serendipitous in a way because, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, if they cut my flowers, I know what I'm going to do. I'm actually going to complain to the groundskeeping company. In fact, do I take out my camera and actually record them doing so? Maybe. Maybe I need to do that. Maybe I should pause this recording and do that. But who knows, right? In fact, you know what? Maybe I will, so I'll be right back and see. But the point of this, right, is, is for now. Um... You've got to be able to answer those questions yourself. And whatever impact you have of printing something or publishing something, you got to be willing to live with. I'm willing to live with me dissing a couple of people, you know, dissing high school workers. Because, like, I, I know that people will think that I think that of everybody. I'm painting all high school, you know, employees with the same brush. And that I'm also making prejudicial assumptions based on their appearance. They look young, so obviously, right? I am also have, maybe I have some subconscious things because they're apparently male presenting, they look like guys, young, stupid guys. That's the prejudice, right? And somebody could easily hold me to ta you know, call, you know, hold me to task for that. Even though I'm calling myself out on it, that's no guarantee that you won't have something to say about it. It's complicated, isn't it? The self-expression thing. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot less simple than they make than, than they make it look at the personal growth seminars. Let me tell you. 
but you got to be willing to live with all this if the if the if that's the price of your self-expression if you can answer yes to that then proceed if you can't then maybe you need to moderate your message a bit okay so it's a bit of a time gap between the last part and this but yeah the the groundskeeper crew has i got video of them kind of overstepping their bounds so i'm going to be sharing that with the groundskeeping company, their boss, and uh, my condo person. So you see, this is the other thing, too. It's like, you, this is a productive way. It's like, you, you, you're entitled to complain about the things. Sometimes things happen to you where it's fully justified for you to react. And to some degree, to a lot, especially a lot of my male friends, this is a foregone conclusion. But for me, I don't know why. I guess maybe it's this thing where I try to do a bit better than other people. And unfortunately, this means I don't often stand up for myself. So this time I am. So I've already sent an email. I've got the video on my phone of these guys essentially just monkeying around and uh, stepping on my plants and stuff. And you see, this is a reasonable way to, to do it. An unreasonable way is to head out there without a mask and basically just give them shit. But I think this way is actually preferable. Because now I have evidence I can send to their boss, and then they can use that. So, anyway. Anger. It's a kind of a funny thing. If you want to write authentically, you have to include it along with everything else, if it's what's called for in your writing. That's it. I wasted too much time on this, I think. Hopefully this has been useful to you. Maybe if it hasn't been, but in any case. If you have a topic that would be more useful to you to me to talk about and explore and these things to journal about as a prompt, please send me an email, jody jodyaberdeen.com. And yeah, I'm just going to call this and uh, get on with my day. I hope you have a much better day. Talk to you soon. Bye.